Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Thank you once again to everyone who's out there rating and liking the podcast. It really goes a long way. And if you have any ideas for the podcast, don't forget to have your parents send me an email at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. So far, I believe we've had three submissions and every single one of them has been turned into an episode. Now, of course, I can't promise that that will continue to happen if this show becomes uh, super popular or something like that. But for now, I think there's a pretty good chance. Anyways, on to episode 90, Stuck in a Video Game, Part 2. If you recall from last time, which you should probably listen to first if you haven't done that, it would make a lot more sense. Um, The main character, you, is stuck inside of a video game. They've rebuilt their house, they've found a secret place in the basement with a half-built portal, and they're trying to get home. So, let's see what happens next. Just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself laying in a bed with your eyes closed, and suddenly, in the middle of your vision, words appear that say, morning. You open your eyes and look around. You're in the same little house that you helped rebuild the day before. And now you need to find some way to finish the portal, set it on fire, and get back home. You open the hatch to the basement and crawl down. Once again, you see a half-built portal-like structure made out of big, black and purple blocks. There's three of them missing, but you don't see any of them around here. (sighs) I wonder where I'll get those. You head back up the ladder and into your house. You go out the door and you look around for anything that looks like these rocks. You go under trees and you pass by a little river and then in front of you you see two torches lighting up what looks to be a cave entrance or something like that. You decide to go check it out. You walk over towards the cave entrance. You grab your sword off your back just in case and you inch yourself forward. It's getting really dark inside the cave. Hmm, I need something to help with this. You look back at the cave entrance, and there's another chest there. You run up to the chest and open the latch. Inside, you see a whole bunch of torches. You reach your hand out and absorb all of them into your inventory. Suddenly, a little box appears that says, Torches, 36. 36 torches? That should be good enough. You imagine one in the palm of your hand, and suddenly it disappears from your inventory and appears back in your hand. You shine it around a little and it lights up the dark area, slowly holding your sword in one hand and the torch in the other. You make your way into the deep, dark cave. Suddenly you see two red eyes, not another spider. The spider jumps out of the darkness right towards you. You swing your sword at it and once again it bounces off and makes a strange sound. It continues to jump towards you and you continue to hit it with your sword. Bit by bit you feel that it must be losing some of its health. It jumps up in the air again, and with one last swing as hard as you can make it, the spider poofs into a puff of smoke once again. It drops a whole bunch of webs and some sort of vial of mysterious liquid. You pull both of them into your inventory. Then you hold your torch forward and you try to make your way back into the cave. You follow a long and winding path. 
Eventually you come to some stairs that go down and down and down. At the bottom of the stairs you think you see a little bit of light, kind of an orangey red light. You continue down the stairs and when you get to the bottom, you see a long hallway with stone on every side of it, and at the end there seems to be some sort of glowing orange light or something. You keep your sword out in one hand and your torch in the other, and you make your way through the dark hallway. And when you get to the other side, you end up in a huge cavern, and the cavern's lit by what looks like a lava waterfall. A whole bunch of lava is pouring out of a hole in the cavern above and spilling down onto the ground. And even better than that, at the base of some of the lava, you see that blacky purplish stone that makes up the portal. You immediately head over to the stone. You clip your sword to your back once again, and you imagine your pickaxe in your right hand. The pickaxe appears, and you put your torch down near where you're working. You begin to hit the dark piece of stone as many times as you can. Each time it starts to crack just a tiny bit. It seems like it's going to take forever. Then you feel a really weird sensation and your inventory pops up in front of you, and one of the hearts that's normally full begins to blink. Something hurt you, or maybe hurts the wrong word because you didn't even feel it. Then you feel another one of those strange blinking sensations, as if your whole body is blinking. And again, another half of a heart disappears. You turn around and look to see what you can see, and in the distance, there's a skeleton with a bow and arrow. Don't worry, he doesn't look very scary. He's more of a cartoony-looking boxy skeleton that just keeps walking left and right and shooting little arrows towards you. You put your pickaxe down and you grab your sword from behind your back again. The next time he shoots an arrow, you swipe your sword and hit it out of the way. Wow, your reflexes are really good. He shoots again, and once again you hit it out of the way as you move towards him. Every time he shoots the arrow, you easily hit it out of the way and run closer and closer. When you get close enough, you wind up with your sword and you swing it at the skeleton. The skeleton, a lot like the spider did, makes a weird mm sensation and bounces up into the air and away from the sword. He tries to hit you again, you block and swing your sword at him, and the same thing happens. He makes that strange sound and bounces back. He keeps trying to get you with his arrows and you keep hitting them out of the way, one by one, and in between each, you strike him once with your sword and he bounces back. Eventually, you hit him one more time and he disappears in a puff of smoke. Weird. He leaves behind three bones, a bow and a bunch of arrows. You quickly absorb them all into your inventory. Then you head back towards the rock you were trying to break. You pick up the pickaxe once again, and you start hitting it against the rock as hard as you can. After a while, the rock finally breaks it disappears and then reappears again as a much smaller block that's just kind of floating above the ground. You absorb it into your inventory and you see a new entry. It has a picture of the black rock with a one beside it. You do the same thing two more times, hitting the rock over and over as it slowly cracks and eventually disappears and reappears as a little floating block. When you have three of them, you head back in the direction you came from, back into the long hallway, up the staircase and through a cave. 
You exit the cave and walk back towards your house that you can see ahead of you up on a hill. You walk back up to your house. You enter through the door and immediately open the hatch to the basement. You crawl down and run over to the half-built portal. As you walk towards it, you imagine one of those black and purple blocks in your hand, and it appears there. You put it in place, and it solidifies as hard as could be right where you decide to put it. You use the blocks to complete the portal shape, and then you try to remember what you were supposed to do next. Alright, we're supposed to light a fire. How do I do that, you wonder? Then you remember the torches. You think of one of the torches appearing in your hand, and it does. You reach the torch down and touch the portal, and suddenly the entire thing starts to glow in a bright purple color. Weird. The portal has been completed. Now to see where it goes. You step into the portal and you feel a strange whooshing noise. And then your body seems to stretch itself through a portal and rematerialize on the other side. You find yourself in a strange, dark, almost red looking world. Up above you there's ground and down below you there's ground. It's almost as if it's an underground world. Far off in the distance you can see a little glowing purple light. I think that might be another portal spaceship. What do you think? I believe it is, says the voice inside your head. Now I know I haven't mentioned this in this episode, but uh, if you recall from the last episode, spaceship turned into the voice inside your head when you uh, entered the video game, so just something to remember there. Anyways, you decide that you have to get closer to the portal. You begin running through the newfound area as quickly as you can, but you eventually come to the edge of a cliff. Down below you is just a huge pool of lava. There's no way up or around, and the portal you think you need to get to is just floating there in the middle. Huh, how do we get there? I recommend building a bridge, says the voice inside your head. That's a great idea. You materialize your pickaxe in your hand and run over to some of the little blocks of stone that are all around you. You begin to break as many pieces of stone as you can, as quickly as you can, and absorb them into your inventory. Once you think you have enough, you go to the side of the cliff and one by one, you materialize a block in a square in front of you and walk onto it. You do the same thing again and again, being careful not to fall off the edge. And when you're about halfway there, you hear a loud growl. You look around you, and you see a dragon flying through the air. The dragon comes near you, and you duck down and out of the way, narrowly missing it. It begins to fly back around the portal in the center of the cavern. Uh-oh, how are we going to deal with this? Spaceship? Uh, slash inventory. Do you have any ideas here? No, says Spaceship. Uh, I wish we had a control caller or something like that, you say. Control caller, recipe, located, says Spaceship. There's a recipe for a control caller? What do I need? It says you need some blocks from the other world. A vial of spider poison, four webs, and three bones from a skeleton. Oh my goodness, you say? I have all of those things. Then you are lucky. 
find a workbench to put it together. Where am I going to find a workbench around here, you say? You could make one, says Spaceship. What do you mean I can make one? All you need is four planks of wood. I have four planks of wood. What do I do with them to make a workbench, you ask? Just think about making a workbench, says Spaceship. All right, so I just hold these four pieces of wood in my hand, you say, and then I think, hey, workbench, make yourself. Suddenly, the four pieces of wood combine themselves together in a puff of smoke, and a workbench appears in front of you. Okay. The dragon is getting closer behind you. You look over your shoulder, and then you quickly turn back to the workbench. You put all of the materials you need, the bones, the poison, the webs, the blocks, on the left side of the workbench, and then a button appears that says, Control Collar. You press the button, and all of the materials disappear into the workbench, and on the other side appears a control collar. You pick it up in your hands, turn around quickly, and you see that the dragon's coming straight towards you. It's dipping down near you. You step to the side, jump up in the air on top of the dragon, and snap the control collar around its neck. The dragon suddenly goes still and floats down to the ground, bouncing once or twice. Then it seems to shake its head, get back up, and turn around to look at you. It turns its head to the side, and it lets you pet it on the cheek. A good dragon? Knowing that the dragon is now under the control of the control collar, you ask it a question. Hey, uh, dragon, do you think you could give me a ride to that portal over there? That would be really, really helpful, you say. The dragon looks at the portal and then looks back at you. It turns around and bends down as much as it can. You hop on top of its back. It flaps its wings just once and suddenly starts floating into the air. It's very unrealistic looking, frankly. It floats over towards the purple portal, and it stops right beside it with its wing stretching out towards the portal. You stand up and walk down the dragon's wing towards the portal. Thanks, buddy, you say, and then you jump inside. You find yourself in the center of a wormhole that's entirely purple on every side and at the end is a bright shining light. As you hit the shining light, you feel your body tingling and transforming, and then you find yourself rematerializing on the couch inside your spaceship. What happened? I believe we were in a video game, says the spaceship. How did you get sucked in? Yeah, never mind, you say. I'm feeling tired. Spaceship, maybe you analyze what happened here so we can either reproduce it if we want to or stop it from happening ever again. Understood, says Spaceship. You're feeling very tired, and you decide that the couch is as good a place as any to go to sleep. Spaceship, get the lights. The lights dim down to the perfect amount of brightness. You swing your feet up onto the couch, and you find a blanket folded up behind it. You spread the blanket out and get nice and warm and comfy. You start to take slow, deep breaths and allow all of your muscles to just relax as if they're melting sinking deeper into the couch. You let your arms melt and your legs melt and then you close your eyes and you let your brain just go where it wants to go. Good night everyone. <laughs>